Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Delia Smith refuses point blank to tell us how excited she is. I can't tell you how excited I am. Ed Balls encourages City fans to make a difference in keeping Carra Road tidy. If you are a fan, as I've been for many years, you can walk out and kick a can as you walk down the road. More yellow and green then. Um, I don't know, just make your own one up for God's sake. This is the Little Yellow Bird Podcast. Seventeenth ever episode of the Little Yellow Bird podcast. I am John Rogers. Hello, Happy New Year! And I also have with me Mr. Dan Brigham. Hey, Dan. Happy New Year! The the best writer of 2016 in the whole world, I think so far. Is that very kind pe- to say? Pe- so? People loved your piece, didn't they? Of my Alex Neil piece. Yeah, you haven't read it. Go read it, you bloody idiot. It's on. Well, it's on. It's, it was for a website called Set Pieces, which is a very brilliant uh, football website. Right, Lots of long right. reads. Uh, but it's also on our website, the Little Yellow Bird Project. Uh, .co.uk and it's got a link to the piece on there and John's got a piece on there about lovely Robbie lovely Brady lovely Robbie lovely Brady so what are we going to talk about today well we're going to talk about every single football over Christmas which is a lot to do we're going to also <laughs> speak to Ed Cousins Lake who gave us a cracking interview about something cracking. Ra- rather interesting a bit about Cam McGeehan and yeah. the book that's coming out a exactly. bit of an expose and also uh, him, him having a midlife crisis at quite a young age yeah and also, and also FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup stuff. And we've got the tweets to come up, and we've got Dan versus John, and we're <laughs> going to just leave you quite quickly and abruptly at the end of this, because this first part, I think it's, I could do home and away, but it's kind of all the same, isn't it? Because there's so many home and away games, we'll just do it anyway, shall we? Yep, one big blob. Norris City Games, a carrot road, and somewhere that's not Norwich, home and away. Dun, dun. So we had about dun. 55 matches over Christmas. I, don't, I have no idea what on earth happened. We won them all. That's right then. What mm. more do we need to talk about? Let's get on with the tweets. <laughs> no, we had a fantastic... Oh, we, well, the last time we spoke was the Man United game. Was it? Back, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Last year. It feels like a long uh, time ago. We had, uh, we had Spurs. Yeah, which we, we didn't do. We didn't, we didn't win. Too well. No. But, but he was keeping players in check so we could, not actually inside the goalkeeper, Peter Check, <laughs> but we were keeping them in reserve so they could play really well against other teams. You could do that with Neville Southall now. You could literally keep a whole team of footballers inside <laughs> Neville he Southall. I think he does. He is, he he is enormous, birth, isn't he? to other goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a goalkeeper production line. <laughs> Um, Aston Villa. Mm. That was fun. It wasn't, but it was good though. In the end, it was it was a proper championship mid-table clash. Uh, quality of football was poor. We'd never got any passing together. Villa pressed really well, actually. I thought for a team who were doomed, uh, I thought they put a lot of effort in, but they had absolutely yeah. no quality whatsoever up front. Uh, and we had two moments of quality with the two goals and one. You know. See, see Gestead isn't the most agile of players, but play to his strengths. If you're going to put that big lump up to, up front, yeah. put endless crosses yeah, well start, and knockdowns, did and didn't start when he came on. They never played it up. No, in, they the didn't air. whack it in. I mean, that's because the, they had a lot of corners in the first half, Villa, and you just yeah. thought if they had Gestead on, yeah, then you know he's apparently got the best something like headed to goals ratio in the. In the four Universe, divisions or I something like that. T- t- was <laughs> uh, in the stratosphere, <laughs> there, then. Oh my god. What the <laughs> happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't know. It does sound like a 
<laughs> been invaded by aliens. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Or Martin O'Neill. Oh, I can't do that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you still hear me? Yeah, so don't say the word stratosphere ever again. No, because it, it, it goes breaks mental. the stratosphere, doesn't it? So, I liked when we scored the goals against... Aston Villa and Southampton. Yes. But how and why did we score those goals? Uh, well, w- uh, do you know what I liked, actually, is that they didn't score any goals. Oh, I forgot about that. Against, that's, a, that's an extra. Against Norwich, did they? That's two clean shits in a row, yep. as the song would say. Hmm. Uh, so two wins in a row, which we hadn't done since uh, Hewton era, first season. It's barely an era calling it two seasons, is it? It's more of a sort of a... Feels like that. Bit of a sneeze. <laughs> a sneeze in the... In yeah, the or a little follow through. What on earth are you talking about? Just, you know, just a very damp squib, wasn't it? The, the, the two years under Houston. But we hadn't won two games in a row since then. And we hadn't kept two clean sheets in a row. Did we even do that in the championship? I, I don't mean, know. That's a point. We had, we'd only conceded, we'd only, we're only one nil-nil, wasn't it, in the entire 2015, which is pretty extraordinary. Mm. We were the entertainers. Uh, but no, it was really pleasing. I think Rudd has clearly made a difference. He was really commanding his area against Southampton, yep. which was maybe the one thing I was unsure about. You know, great shot stopper and ca- comes out really well, lots of agility, but hadn't really needed to command his area in previous games. But he needed to a few times against Southampton and was, uh, was very good at that. And so I think we've probably got ourselves a Premier League quality goalkeeper, although how he reacts to a, a fuck-up when that it eventually does come, as it happens to all keepers, Well, at the moment, interesting. The, well, the Gerald stand is still applauding him for kicking the ball every single time. <laughs> oh, yeah. he kicked the ball then. He did a good job <laughs> there, didn't he? I was like, oh, God, don't patronise the kid. He's yeah. done amazingly. It's like oh. applauding your kid when he's playing a rabbit or a tree in a nativity play, isn't yeah. it? And just standing there with yeah. no words. But look at him there, yeah. standing. He's doing the standing well. He's, he's tree four. He's yeah. tree three or four. If he's tree four, one, two, three, four, isn't <laughs> Give him a round of applause. Yeah, well done. So... Yeah, I think we're in a fantastic position where we were compared to in November. What a great, what a great Christmas it was! How yeah. weird is that? We really? don't, we never say that about Norwich. You said for the first time this season, you think you might be wrong about I your th- prediction that yep. we will get relegated. Although I didn't think we'd get many points out of, I thought we might get a draw out of Aston Villa. I thought we we're going to lose to Southampton, but putting Mane on the on the bench. Yeah, that helps, didn't it? Wow, especially with our fullbacks. I mean, that really. He's he's, uh, he's tough, isn't he? Yeah, what Cumin? Yeah, oh, Cumin. Yeah. And yeah, I suppose rightly so, because it's not the first time Mane turned up late. But I mean, I like Alex Neil sort of rather smugly afterwards asked if that helped. And he just sort of smugly smiled and said, of course it did. Yeah. He's one of their best players. Yeah. You know. What's wrong with him, Ronald? He just Ronald. goes around the world causing issues. Ronald. More of that later. <laughs> so what should we do now? Um, I don't know. What should Come we do on, now? Come on, you know what we're going to do now. Are we doing tweets? We'll do tweets. Do you want to do the tweets? Yeah. Yeah. All right, one I thought about giving um, each tweet like a rating rather okay. than just put them into a top 10. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Mm, you can do that if you want, yeah. Did you favour them all? I did favour like like them all, yeah. Oh, they like do them. we want to talk about transfers? No. Yeah, go on then. Should we do that later though? Let's get yeah. on to the fun, okay. the fun tweeting so bit and then tra- transfers. Okay. I'm not very good at this sort of thing. The thing is, most people have got like 15 versions in. There's all the same people. Yeah, you've got to sing them all as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, shit, I forgot that. Um, Vadis This Love, Bob Marley. Out of 10. Vadis This Love? Yeah. Vadis This Love. There's a lot of Vadis ones, wasn't there? Yeah. I think they get better. Vadis Love by Taylor Swift. Who was that Swift? from? Who was that oh, from? Va- how would it be? Vadis Love. Am I being thick? I mean, it should be how deep is this love, shouldn't it, really? <laughs> by Bob Marley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's How Deep Is Your Love by Bob Marley. Fantastic. Hell of a mashup there. Yeah. And um, Vadis Love by Taylor Swift. Don't get that one. But who's doing the tweets? Hello, Vadis. Vad is. It, oh, maybe it's just is. Is this love? Oh, it is. Just is this love. Oh, right. Yeah. Just put the, the word Vad in front of who it. Who tweeted that? That was Adam Lambert who did that one. Seven Adam. out of ten? Seven? Yeah. Let's give him a solid seven. Um. Vadis Love, Taylor Swift. I don't know. Nope. No idea. Let's show us in Vegas. Hello, hello, Vadis, Me You're Looking For by Lionel Richie. Who's tweeting? Richard Fraser again. Uh, <laughs> what was that one? Every little thing he does is Vadis, the police, Richard Fraser again. Okay. Uh, Matthew at Matthew WCR says, works better written down than probably and probably late, but 
how you're going to keep them down on the farm after the seam vadis. Okay. I, d- I must admit, I don't know uh, whether it's the new year, but I have understood <laughs> none of these so far. <laughs> Something good, ooh, tar saints. Utah Saints. Yeah. Ooh, Tar Saints. Oh, yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. That's quite that's good. Scott, Who was that? Scott Argers. Okay. Well done to him. Um, uh, what's that, a 7.5 out of 10? Yep, here we go. Fionn Thomas. Fionn. You do it. <laughs> Says, Notorious B.I.G., Mo Mane, Mo Problems. I mean, that's great. There we go. That's nine, That's a 9 out of 10, isn't it? Saint, no stopping us now. <laughs> That's oh, I laughed at that one. I genuinely laughed. That's Argus again. Okay. Oh, fuck. Um, Coman, human behaviour, human behaviour by Bjork. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he did some behaviour. Yeah. yeah. See, that's Twitcher. You didn't like him now, do you? New year, new person. It's all over <laughs> for him. Twitcher. Yeah. I imagine he followed up with a no, better one. No cumin, no cry. That's good. There we go. Who's that? That's um, Stukadeli. Although he was there, cumin, and he, you know, it's not like he needed to be on the pitch. Um, five, everybody get up. What? <laughs> oh, well, because everyone's excited because we're going up the league as well. Everybody get up by five. Who yeah, was your favourite boy band? Um, my boy, favourite boy band. Um, or your really. favourite boy in a band? Probably like East 17. Yeah, I could relate to them because they were all tiny. And what, they're like, and you know, gritty and urban yeah. like me. And also he like wrote the songs. Who did? The tall one. Was there a tall one? Yeah. Was there a tall one? A tall, hey now. Yeah. No, he was tiny as well. The one he ran himself over. No, that was Brian Harvey. Oh, the that's tall, it, yeah. Tony Mortimer, his name was. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Looked like the fellow from Pet Shop Boys. Um, who? A little bit. Not really. Hmm. The Long and Winding Road. That's Julian Bonnick. Okay. Because I guess the Premier League is a long and winding road. Yeah. Um, Loving the First Teddy by Wanaramarama. That banana banana rama. That's good. Who's that by? The first Teddy. Who's that by? That's by Bring On Down. That's a good one. Um, it's hard to be a saint in the city. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's good. That's Anita Byrne Phillips. That's well done, Anita Byrne Phillips. You've met her. I know I have. Yeah. Outside a hotel, not saying anything else. <laughs> um, I was with you as well, wasn't I? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, Adija's got us falling in love again by Usher. Good. Good. John Punt. John, John fucking, John Punt. fucking, Punt. as if you. Last night, Odija saved you know my I life. You know, I literally like the. Last ball. night, Odija saved my life. Is that John fucking Punt? Yes, again? it is. Oh, that's good, John. That <sighs> is good. Sweet goals are made by Vadis. If we were doing a top ten, which we're not this week, John probably would have won, wouldn't he? He probably so he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Oh, someone else has already done hard to be a saint in the city by Bruce Springsteen. Okay. What about Alexander the Great by Iron Maiden? Yes, very good. Michael Garwood, thanks for that. Uh-huh. Um, I'll stick you and Wanama too, and your daddy by Daphne and Celeste. Is that Richard by any yeah. chance? <laughs> this is someone by Luke Bell. I'll do. I'll do five more. Okay. Okay. Sorry if I don't get it, get it to everyone's, but it's Christmas. It's not, is it? Oh shit! I've still got my Christmas decorations. Yeah, it's there. disgusting. So hmm. jingle bells, grab and smells, laughs has gone away. Oh, what fun it is to see Vadis finally play. That's good. There's a lot nice. of effort gone into yeah, that. Yeah, that's Luke Bell. Seven out of t- I like that. A lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pat on the head, isn't yeah. it? One shot on target by JLS. That's quite good. It was as well, wasn't um, it? One shot on target. When the Saints come marching home. Memories are made by Vadis, Dean Martin. Let's Richard Freezer stop sending us... Um, I think it's quite a few of them, actually. When the Saints go marching one in. One more. Let's give us a good one. Okay. Make it good. If necessary, just repeat a good one from earlier. <laughs> okay. Red, red, wine, yama. Red, red, wine, Yeah, you got the red card. Red card. Who was that? William Stern. William Stern. Yeah. Ah, that's that's a good. good one. Well done. And he's yeah. the winner today. <laughs> we don't have winners oh. today. We're we all, will next week. We're though. all winners. Yeah. That was depressing, wasn't it? So just to confirm, John Pump would have won <laughs> if we were doing the top ten. And because we're not? He hasn't won. He has nothing in uh. his life. Except cool. for a very firm sham- handshake. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And he said firm 
Hang Shamhake. Shamhake. He, uh, yes, good. So, but thank you for everyone who's tweeted. That's lots of tweets. Thank you, um, everyone, thank you for so tweeting, much, tweeting stuff. Mm. So, we're going to do Dan versus John now. You've got nothing ready, have you? I, yeah, I forgot you were coming over, I have to admit. You did. But I've scribbled down a Dan versus John. Okay, shall I press the button then? Or do we want to listen to Ed, talk to Ed first? No, we'll do Dan versus John first. It'll get your people. Okay. Who cares? Everybody cares because I am winning. Win, 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 win. What is the score? I really, genuinely can't remember. Four, th- four, two to me. Is it? Four, you three? Sure? Five, three? Four, three. Four, all? No, four three because you got bonus points to come back. Okay. And then it, I got the, I got the my mascot one. Oh, you did, yeah. Uh, which was F- four three. Okay, Two. I've got a similar question to your mascot one. I think. Oh man. Just because I forgot you were coming over to do this podcast. Name the uh, team. Yes. Yeah, essentially. So when. Uh, we're about to be talking about the FA Cup to Ed Cousins Lake in a little bit uh, about our two semi-finals. In stop looking at Twitter, John. In eighty nine. Um. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? You just showed me a funny tweet. Oh, sorry. What tweet did you just show me? Any news on Norwich signings? None. Oh, right, no, none. Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about Ed Cousins Lake about our two FA Cup runs in uh, 88, 89 and 91, 92 when we got to the semis and didn't get to the final. I've Who got wants a semi to get now. to the final though? Uh, and in the 88-89 run uh, when we were eventually beaten by Everton in the forgotten... 88-89? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, but... Yeah. Oh. But what? Go on. What? Or seven. Go okay. on. Uh, when we, uh, we, we lost in the uh, forgotten semi-final, which yeah. uh, in 89... Uh, we beat Sutton United 8-0 along the way. Yeah. After Sutton United had just beaten Coventry, the first non-league side to beat a top division team, I believe. How do you know all this? Uh, because we were looking at it earlier. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, do, do you know who scored against them? No. I told you, literally. Yeah, I, I thought ago. that might be the question I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it might help, okay. because of the 11, uh, name 1, 2, 3, 4... Five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. Oh, come on. Nine in of them. In 88? You asked me to nine... 88, 89. It's pretty much the same team as the early 90s team. I gave you a 2000. And you had to name a whole squad. You had nine in the whole yeah, squad. You didn't even tell me you were coming over to do this podcast <laughs> today. So um, Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I gave you three names earlier okay. because I scored... Two. So, Fleck. Yes. Malcolm Allen. Fleck, who scored a hat-trick. Malcolm Allen. Who scored four goals. Trevor Putney. Who scored the other goal, yeah. Brian Gunn. Gonna have to swap over. Uh, swapping my hand over. No, the microphone over. Swapping your hand on the microphone. So you've gone Fleck, Allen, yep. Gunn, yep. Putney. I got four. Correct. Culverhouse. Correct. Crook. Incorrect. Oh. You can get three wrong. Um, Dale Gordon. Correct. Three decades ago. Mark Rowan. Yep. Four decades ago. Shit. Was Mike Feeling playing? He was. Just checking you haven't got up online. I'm right fucking now. awesome at this. <laughs> How many have I got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got eight. So I you've only got more. to get one more and you've got two incorrect answers left. Allowed. Oh, this is tense, isn't it? I'm missing a cent I'm missing a centre back. Or two centre backs? Yep. Andy Linnigan. Yes. Wow. Nailed it. Ian Butterworth. Yep. And one uh, more player. Uh, <laughs> Rule Fox. No. Oh, that'd have been really good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would I get him? Is uh, it gettable? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me what position he is? Uh, He's midfielder. Joey Goss? No. Oh, that's not bad, was it? Like saying Clive a lot. Oh, Andy Townsend. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have got him. He's not... That was good. <laughs> that was brilliant. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ten out of eleven, essentially. You got. I almost feel like if I, if you'd got Townsend, I would have given you a bonus point. I got. That's. I'm. I'm quite good at this Very now, good. aren't I? Yeah. I've, I've been learning over Christmas. I mean, it was pretty, pretty much essentially the same team, apart from Feeling and Putney. Yeah, but I got, I got Putney, didn't I? Did you, would you have got Putney if I hadn't yeah. told you the score earlier? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. At all. No. 
So, uh, on, would you've got Malcolm Allen if I, I got, told you. So, how am I doing? I had to get nine, didn't I? Yeah. So I got six basically. Yeah. That's not bad. That's is very it? good. I, I would have got Fleck. Yeah. And I wouldn't probably want to go. I would have got Malcolm Allen because I know he got scored four goals mm. that game. That was good. Well done, I John. I like this. Five. You started three. <laughs> started 2016 very well. I got the five in my team. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Should we talk to Ed now? Yeah. So we we did this um, conversation. Oh, what four or five weeks ago? Yeah, about that. Oh, actually, one minute. Well, how long was it ago? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes 20 ago. Minutes okay. That was it. And it was really good to talk about. We talked about lots of interesting things. Anyway, here but it is. But if you don't know who Ed is. Uh, Who doesn't? I'm sure you do. Uh, most people. If you uh, don't, related. turn this podcast off. <laughs> turn <laughs> he, it off. No, please don't. Delete please it. don't. Don't do that. He, Break uh, your phone and drown yourself. And then find out who Ed is. Yeah. Because we ain't going to tell you. No, he's uh, he's a uh, sort of freelance writer and journalist who's written books on Norwich City and with Norwich City legends uh, in the past. And I believe he might write for uh, one of the websites. Does he write for? Are you right? My football writer, does he or not? I think so. He does? Yeah. yeah. He writes He's probably a bit busy, uh, you know, doing books and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so we had a... <laughs> we had books and stuff. Books and stuff. <laughs> we had uh, a little chat with him. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, here it is. Enjoy it. If you don't, again, drown yourself. So with us today, we have the the, the famous... The exceptional, <laughs> he's laughing. He laughed first. Okay, I'm going to say that. Yeah, the, I did laugh. <laughs> the exceptional Ed Cousins Lake with us, who's going to talk to us about the FA Cup. How are you, Ed? I'm great, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to, you. to you. That's very kind. So, That's right. first of all, let's talk about yourself. How are you, and how what what new little projects you've got going at the moment? I'm very well, thank you. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, lots of blogging on all manner of things in uh, for all manner of people. Uh, the book at the moment I'm doing, as most people know, I'm doing with Cameron McGeehan. Uh, it's about schoolboy and new football, and it's a, it's a bit of an expose because Cam's being quite candid. So uh, oh, cool. I think his club are a bit worried already, but they need to be half as worried as Norwich might be. Wow! Oh wow! So we're going to are Say we going to no see more. a few serials in in the local papers, or maybe even national papers? Then, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think Archit might print some of it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's quite it's quite hot stuff to be honest with you. Oh. Some of it just on how they regard, certainly how Norwich regard young players. And uh, which I guess is the same with all clubs, quite honestly. But it's just just the way he's told the stories about, you know, things that happen and and that. But so the feeling of being a part of a big machine rather than sort of yeah, definitely, definitely okay. being being a value on a balance sheet. Basically, that's yeah. that seems to be how they see. And again, I'm not saying that's just exclusive to Norwich, but it does seem to be how uh, football clubs see their young players. They are a value on a balance sheet, and uh, the academy is seen as something which provides football is to play professional football more than it does for the team they're actually registered to. Ah. I didn't want to get into this, but do you think that's right? As, as, as a whole, if, he, if you ignore the actual person involved in it, which is hard to do, I understand that, but do you think that's an, an, a good thing to do? Well, a good thing uh, for the club to do? Yeah. In order to yeah. make money? From a footballing point of view, I think it stinks, quite honestly, because I think, like all of us, we like to see the young players come through and play in the team, and we've seen players who I think are good enough. Look at Harry Toffolo. Yeah. I mean, my only experience of watching him live in a game is the pre-season friendly against West Ham. But he looked absolutely at home in that game. Didn't put a foot wrong. Um, I want to see them play. Um, but from a business point of view, I guess they're, they're seen as a value. They're seen as an asset. And that's that's how it seems to be in you've, in you've schoolboy football. And that's a big, a big thing we're focusing on in the book. I guess they would, uh, Norwich would argue, if they were genuinely good enough, they, they would play. There's no sort of sense in selling an asset early on i guess isn't it well that's that's the argument that's the big argument i think and and pro- in all probability i think cam will play at championship level at yeah. the very least regularly at some point in the future but that may not have been until maybe two or three years time and maybe they don't want to hang hang about that long and if you're good enough get in look how long it's taken declan to get a run in the yeah. team he's what 24 now isn't he yeah He's no longer a youngster, really, is he? Sort of. And he, yeah, everybody keeps saying the new young Norris goalie. Well, he isn't. I think he's probably younger than um, older than Joe Hart, or very similar age to him. Yeah, extraordinary. But it's good to see him getting a go, though. I mean, it's been a yeah, it's been definitely. a long time, hasn't it, since we've had? Yeah, and he's he's stuck at it. But I think the difference for him is he sees Norwich as his club. You know, he's a local lad, and all along the line, he said, "I just want to play for Norwich." You don't often get that in football these days. So no, true. So not. That's why this thing is one of our own. I mean, he was very close to leaving under Hutton, wasn't he? Yeah, and and when he was there with Jed Steer, everybody said, "Well, Declan's all right, but Jed Steer's the big, you know, the big hope." Yeah, and Jed's career, I think, has stagnated almost now, and Declan's moved on and is, is now playing in the Premier League. Same with Joe Lewis. Yeah, I mean, and Rudd looks very much at home in the Premier League, doesn't he? So, yeah, 
I suppose if, until you throw them in, you never really know how they're going yeah, to perform. Of course. And it's, you know, do you throw them in in this environment where every point is absolutely crucial? So that's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I suppose we we are here to talk a bit FA Cup, aren't we? We are, yeah. I suppose. Um, so is the FA Cup um, weekend, third round weekend coming up. Um, now, I, I spoke to you very briefly about what um, uh, memories you have of, of the two FA Cup finals, and you said you weren't there, but you told me, you teased me with a very interesting story. And <laughs> interestingly, did. Dan's got one similar, so I'll let you go first, Ed, and then I'll let Dan interject with his hilarious story. Yeah, Sunderland in... Uh in, when was it? 92. 92, yeah. Um, watched it. I lived in Wimbledon at the time, and a whole bunch of us watched it, uh, including my mate Phil, who's a big Sunderland fan. Ooh. And as you can imagine. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The banter during the week leading up to it was, uh, was good. But I was, I, I mean, I was cocky. I was cocky with it because there was no way we were losing to Sunderland. I mean, they were the division below us at the time, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were, they were below us. We had a, we, we weren't having the best of seasons, but we had a good team. Flecky Fleck, was on fire. Uh, I mean, you think of the think of the players we had in the squad that season who were, who were doing well. We had Flecky. Um, who, who else was there? John Polston was playing really well in defence. Ian Culverhouse had settled into the team. We had a really good team. Yeah. So I, I was giving it big, you know, you don't stand a chance. We're getting to the final. It's going to be us against Liverpool and uh, all the rest of it. I remember when Clive Walker scored that goal, from the moment the Sunderland keeper released the ball for that move, you could tell Sunderland were going to score. Uh-huh. It, was just, it was just so inevitable. If you watch that clip back on YouTube, you just know they're going to score. And the space Clive Walker had to put the ball in the net, to put them one up. And when that happened, Phil, my mate, was like all over me. And I had the biggest, most childish flames you can ever imagine. <laughs> Honestly, tantrum, stamping my feet, stormed out the house, slammed the door, gone, went for a walk. You left I'm, the house? Yeah. I'm went up to Wimbledon Common? It, yeah, I wasn't far off it. I'm ashamed to this day that I did that. I've done it twice in football matches. The only other time I've done it, same house, was when Holland beat England in that World Cup qualifier. And I think Ronald oh, Koeman's Ronald free kick. And uh, Brian Moore was saying, he's going to float it, he's going to float it. Yeah. And he did. Same thing, out of the house. Slam door tantrum. Koeman should have been sent off as well, shouldn't he? Yeah. Earlier. And he should, yeah. He'd just done that foul on, I think, I think on David Platt, and he stayed on the pitch. So, <laughs> two two footballing tantrums, semi-final, 92, that was, that uh, was one of them. Now, in, in my defence, I was only... Uh, ten, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was a bit older <laughs> in '91, but I had, a, I had, a, I was, I wasn't really known for rage as a child. Uh, <laughs> but I, had, I was clutching a tennis ball for some reason. I was bouncing a tennis ball around when I was quite young, watching the semi-final. And after the match, after we'd lost, I uh, chucked it at the Sunderland goalkeeper on the television, and uh, got a bit of a bollocking from my dad for that. Uh, it was an old sort of old crappy wooden television that sort of shuddered as soon as the ball hit it. But I, I was in a proper I'd, rage. I mean, I'd only really been into football for about a year by then. Cried when England got knocked out in 1990. Got angry in 92 when we lost to Sunderland. So my earliest memories of football are all sort of just tear tear streamings down, down in my face, really. The only thing I can remember from the Sunderland game was that Robert Fleck was put in some sort of oxygen tank yeah, tent. Because he, he broke his ribs. Mm. Yeah, like and, a horse. Yeah, and I was like, I was I'm fast. I remember getting, I remember looking at the the pink and front page, and he was just all like in a, like had a, a mask on. He's like waving from this little horrible little super. I don't know what it was. Some sort of like there was sci-fi a, tank. There was a clip of him on it on um, Football Focus, what, on and it? I remember him getting out of it and Tim Shepherd saying, "Come on, Robert," and that was like Tim Shepherd's big moment on Football Focus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
It was good. So, what, can you remember anything from the Everton game? Because I can't. Yeah, not not that much really. Because um, that was a great season. I mean, we were mm. we had odds on the double at one point during that season. Um, but of course, it's sort of it's a blur, isn't it? Because of Hillsborough on the same day. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, uh, and I just had a look at little look at the goal actually on on YouTube, and it, it came ta- off the crossbar. Didn't yeah, it, it was uh, Kevin Sheehan, I think his name was, who hit the crossbar, bounced back, and Pat Nevin was there Pat in Nevin, a, in a body of about four Norwich defenders and managed to poke it in. So it was a it was a proper nineteen eighties goal, uh, sort of top flight goal. Uh, but I mean that 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 was a less of a shock than us losing to Sunderland in the nineties. Yeah, the Sunderland one. I mean, I spoke to. Um, I spoke to Gossy about that one when we were doing the book, and he said on the way back they all stopped for ships, as you did then, <laughs> and and they found themselves by a churchyard, so they were all sat with their backs to gravestones eating the chips. Perhaps <laughs> a bit morbid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the one player in the squad who was consoling them all was Jerry Payton. You remember the goalie? We had him on loan at the time. God, no, I have to must admit, I don't. No, I don't remember. Yeah, he said he was really good, sort of consoling them, but they were all in bits, and you can imagine because that was. Are you, are you making this up, Ed? No, no, no. It's in the book. Okay, fair enough. I've read the Goss book as well. Oh, yeah, I have. It's in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Towards but that back. just happened to be where they were. So you can imagine all the Norris players in their semi-final suits eating chips in the churchyard. What a photo. <laughs> oh, my God. What a photo. Who was in goal that day? It wasn't... It was Mark Walton. It was Walton, was wasn't it? Mark Walton, yeah. yeah. I can't remember the Sunderland goalkeeper who got my tennis ball in the head. He had, a bit, he had big thighs. Uh, did he? Mark Walton. Yeah. Used to yeah, it was his, Tony his, Norman. Tony Norman was the Sunderland goalie. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so the guy I threw the ball out. Mark Walton had big. Th- that's not good for a goalkeeper to have big thighs. Oh, well, he did. It stops agility. He had left foot. He was left footed. And, he and was... he's a hell of. A, he was a hell of a lad as well. Was he? Was that? Yeah. Mean? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? He was. Uh, he was. He was the party animal to end all party oh, animals. That's oh, that's Yeah, right, okay. he's got some stories. <laughs> I'll, you, I'll, I'll put you in touch with him. He'd be great to have on a on one of your podcasts. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Just That'd brilliant. Yeah. Isn't that- where does where he kind of live now? What's he, he doing? He lives you know? in Swansea. He's actually a cricket coach, would you believe? No, yeah. I don't want him on. <laughs> but he's one of the nicest blokes you'll ever talk to. And the stories he's got of his time, especially at Norwich, are just wow. legends. They really are. Fantastic stuff. All right, Ed, thank you very much, my man. It's very fantastic to talk to you. Just one more little thing. Just a quick, like, 10-second summary of how what you think the season's going so far for Norwich. Uh, I'm happy. We got to the point total we needed to be for this time of the year. We had a good win against Southampton on Saturday. So, yeah, I'm pleased. Safety, no problem. Good man. Thank you very much, Ed. I'll speak to you very right. soon. Cheers, Ed. All right. All the best. Cheers. Bye. See you. So, Bye. Um, thanks very much to Ed. Um, it's been brought to my attention that I've asked people to drown themselves twice. Yeah. Please don't. And also, you only need to drown yourself once. You don't really get an opportunity to do it a second time. Mm. It's not a drowning if it fails, is it? It's pissing around in water I don't know though is it hmm. if you drown oh well, yeah I guess so yeah. I was drowning drowning save, save, yeah. me, save me from drowning mm. yeah you haven't drowned no but we're going to drown ourselves in transfers now because <laughs> we we have we haven't officially made from smashy and nicey there yeah, isn't it we haven't actually officially made any signings apart from Matt Jarvis and mm. he doesn't count so what we're going to talk about is who we are going to sign and some info, in, in, like inside info that you have. So hit us with it, Dan. <laughs> I've no inside info, but uh, just, just fucking pretend. <laughs> we are going to sign uh, a player yeah. from Europe. Ooh. Uh, might be an English part of Europe, England. I don't know, maybe Stephen <laughs> well, Smith. Well, Pinto, Pinto is going to be signing. Yeah, either apparently. Pinto. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. He uh, obviously you've seen a lot of him. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been following his career since uh, since, since the early was, days. Since he was born, yeah, mm-hmm. literally. I watched him, but be born. Yeah, two legs apparently. Yeah, over two legs. We, with the birth was it? It was <laughs> yeah, away goals. I don't know what that means, but I think he's a bargain. Uh, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got Champions League experience and Europe, Europe, and y- he's been in numerous squads for Portugal. Numerous, uh, not just one or two, like twenty or something. No, he's been in one port. He's been in one full Portugal squad and didn't get on the pitch. He's, you know, he's he's a full. <laughs> you know, he scored. He's s- fully Portuguese. He's, he's, he is fully his Portuguese. His goal scoring record is phenomenal. That's that is one thing. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah. Yeah. Got his seven foot plays up front, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. How many goals has he scored? Thirty-seven this season. Has he? Yeah. For, for a right back, that's really good. Do you know yeah. he hasn't scored one goal in his career? 
He hasn't. No. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I yet. thought that's what I was going with. Obviously, I thought you might have known that. But you've been the no, writer. no. Didn't know he hadn't scored He's one goal. He's never scored in his life. Actually, you better check that because I'm. I won't you know check what I'm it. Like. Let me let me check it while you're talking. So what do you else do you think? Well, it's quite interesting that it came out today that yeah. uh, the yeah. um, the that fellow who he tried to sign um, from Napoli, uh, Koulibaly, is it Koulibaly? Koulibaly, uh, centre-back, uh, said that uh, Napoli turned down 15 million euro bid for him from Norwich in the summer. How much is that in pounds? Nine million, I think. Uh, so it does show that Norwich are willing to break their transfer record. Are you literally checking it? Yeah, you said Willy. Uh, Willy to, yeah. Willing. Um, do you know what I would like though? Two point two million quid. What's that in thingy? That's in Ivor Pinto. What a stupid name! I'm not having that. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I'd like is if we signed only Ben Godfrey from York this transfer window. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> People will be squirting themselves <laughs> on the internet. People will be drowning themselves twice if we so, only signed Ben Godfrey. I'm going to give you a quick bonus, Dan versus John. Dan versus John. A quick, are you going to give me a quick what? Yeah, quick bonus. Okay. Can you name um, Ivor Pinto's three middle names? Uh, Malcolm. Nope. Gerald. You've got one more guess. Ivor... Massive? <laughs> Ivor Massive Pinto is correct. <laughs> no, the answer was Daniel. You oh. could have won a bonus point with Daniel. This is your name. Ivo. Ivo Daniel Fiera Mendonca Pinto. Is it Ivo or Ivo? Ivo. Ivo. It's a good name. I know an, I- an English Ivo. Oh, it, yeah. do- it does make you yeah. think of... He's officially scored. He's never scored a goal. No. Ivo makes you think of white-bearded Englishmen, really, with me. He started off for, for playing for Porto. Mm-hmm. He never played for them. <laughs> then he went out for, on loan to Gil Vicente. He never played for them. Then he went to Victoria Setabol. He played them three times. So he's got a lot of class <laughs> behind him. Where do you think, if Pinto... In my, in my brain? If Pinto is, uh, right, is uh, coming in, where else would you like a new person I on the I think Stephen Whitaker might be leaving us. Uh, yeah, but where else would you like a new person on the oh, pitch? I'm um, just saying. I think that there's going to be a bit of a shuffle around, and I think that um, a few players might be leaving up top. Okay. So that means you think a striker that we've not really been linked. I mean, we've been linked with Haller before the transfer window, but we've not Nate really. Smith. He's more of a sort of number ten plays behind the striker, isn't mm, he? He does a lot of running around like that. He does do a lot of running around, yeah. But then Wes does a lot of running around. Yeah, but when Rez I'm not convinced we need Naismith, I have to admit. Um, yeah, but it's, it's putting class into the squad, isn't it? You never know what's going to happen. Well, it's putting a Premier League experience into the squad. Yeah, so yeah. what's if if, if leg if Wes's leg falls off? But then we've uh, we've had uh, we've got Halson who can play number ten. We've got Vadis Adija who can play oh, number ten as well yeah. now, who did very well against, when he came on against Southampton. So I do wonder if uh, that sort of eight million pound can be spent on a you know go, go towards a centre back or a proper striker. I mean, I'd like Naismith. I think he would improve our squad. But if it's a toss-up between spending eight million on him or on a proven goal scorer, seriously, when's the last time you're going to toss up over eight million quid? <laughs> That's what he just said. Did I just say that? <laughs> if it's a toss-up between eight million quid and what you said, uh huh. If, if, if this was if this was normal, thing, I would have taken that out of context. And <coughs> Dan says something else about <laughs> masturbating over money. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> you're just doing wank jokes. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would not take a Smith. I would toss up over <laughs> over a uh, young striker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. Where do you want to... I've been to told I can't come to Colney now. But. <laughs> Where do you want us to put a, s- a signing in? Well, this, I, pr- well I mean, I wanted right back, um, a centre-back and a striker. And we sounds like we've got a right back. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wanted a goalkeeper, but Rudd so far has proven himself as a uh, fine Premier League goalkeeper. One, th- and there's rumours Ruddy might go, and I'd be relatively happy to sell him for three million. I don't think we'll get more than him at the end of the season. I think he's on a steady decline since his injury a couple of seasons ago, mm. unfortunately. But I would say he is a very good backup goalkeeper to have in the Premier League. Definitely. So I probably wouldn't want to sell him actually. You just change your mind in a sense. No, I read my original thought was I wouldn't mind him going, but I think as backup, you don't get much better quality than someone like Ruddy for a club our le- at our level. 
Bournemouth seem to want a lot of our players. They do, don't they? They seem to be one of a lot of players who are not really in the squad. Do you think that's enough to push them up, up the league a little bit? I don't think it is. Grabbing and Ruddy? Yeah, I wonder if Ruddy... Uh, the, the, you know, the, I wonder if that link is genuine, whether they'll be, they're in for other goalkeepers. I think Graben... I mean, Eddie Howe's obviously worked with Graben before at Bournemouth and Graben scored lots of goals at Bournemouth, which yeah. is why we bought him. And I, still, I think if Graben goes to Bournemouth... I saw. <laughs> I, I think if Graben goes to Bournemouth, I will win our bet about Graben scoring more Premier League goals than Cameron Jerome Whoa. this season. Whoa. Well, just because of injuries. Yeah, though. that's not fair. You can't put me into another side. <laughs> we, we didn't say it was fair, though, did we, John? We never True. said it had to be fair. True. I like that. It would be pretty galling if Graben, and this is a big if, if Graben goes to Bournemouth and then you know finishes the season with 10 goals or something like that. That would be pretty galling, I think. And it's called goaling? <laughs> which he hasn't been doing for us no mm. I think that this is what I think ready for this go I think that Ruddy will go okay and I think that he's using the press to because we've recalled Remy Matthews as yes well. we have yeah. well, I think we are going to use the press like other clubs do and try and get a better fee for him okay and I don't believe that just because there's a, a name in the paper well, some of the players that we've, we've been Linked to it's like fifteen players, yeah. And we're not obviously not. We're going to get about three or four. Is it the the Milan centre back? I just yeah. don't believe that was ever no. even true. And also there was uh, the Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah, he's out injured, back. isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah, for about three months or something. Oh, so is he? Yeah. What recently? Uh, about yeah, about a month ago, he's he's out for oh. quite a long time. Oh, okay. Well, that just it just seems really strange. I didn't know that. To be honest, I yeah. he was still available. So that I mean, that may well have been genuine, but obviously yeah. if he's out, then but there just seems to be a lot of names being floated around. Obviously the, the with money how it is in the in the premiership and in world football now i guess a lot of agents use the press more more than they used to so if you do see a name in in, in the yeah. paper that doesn't mean anything anymore i don't think so what you you think we we're doing that with ruddy yeah a little bit i think i have to wait till the we get an official tweet come through yeah and then we can say yep he has signed or nope he hasn't signed because that's mm. what we have to do although if we do get an official tweet through he probably will have signed Exactly, as yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. we've got to wait for these information to come through. But where would you like a new player? I've answered this. Have I? No. Okay. Where? Yeah. Where on which positions on the uh, pitch? I'd like a striker. I'd like mm-hmm. a striker that was has the pace of and strength of Jerome mm-hmm. and the finishing ability of Jerome <laughs> <laughs> and the looks of Jerome. Okay. So Emil Heskey. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, uh, he couldn't finish, but he was very quick and very... He wasn't quick. Heskey was really quick. No, he wasn't. Yes, he bloody was. Really quick. I remember seeing him come on when he was really young against Norwich for Leicester, come on as a sub, and he was a monster. And I genuinely thought then that he was going to go on and be one of the, England's great strikers. But he was, he did. He, he, no, he didn't, he though, played did up, he? St- up for, for, Nor- for England for numerous games. You would never call him one of England's great strikers, though, would you? You might call him one of England's great, good support or strikers. Infamous strikers. Mm, yeah, no, I mean, he obviously had, yeah. Uh, he, uh, Michael Owen always said he would, would have scored half the goals if it hadn't been for Emil Heskey, but mm. he had the talent to be a, pro, you know, a proper goal scorer for mm. England. Uh, but anyway, uh, so you'd like you'd like Cameron Jerome up front again, yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we sell, sell him, him and, and then buy sign him. him. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are rumours that Middlesbrough won him. Yeah, I mean, that was I mean, if it was eight million quid, I would take the eight million quid and put it into someone like. I'm, I'm, I think we should have got Andre Gray. Well, yeah, but he probably wouldn't have come to us. Why? Because he's going to a team that are third in the league, or second in the league. What? Hasn't he gone to Leicester? No. Oh, who's he gone that's, to? That's Dimitri Gray. Oh, I'm getting my greys mixed you up. You are. Uh. It's Fifty Shades of them. All right. Now I'll talk about um, the mm. Burnley striker. Yeah, you said before actually. Yeah. yeah, I like him. He's a good player. I think he'll be. I think he'll come up with Burnley this year. Well, that's the thing. It's harder oh, to. It's starting to. Oh shit! My ear just fell off. From this is off the top of my head, you, it's quite hard to buy Championship players, or at least strikers, from clubs who are top sort of six and looking to challenge to go up especially if you're in a relegation battle because striker thinks well I, I could be in the Premier League next season anyway yeah. and I'm settled so it's quite, that's why the, and uh, chances Charlie Austin leaving seem pretty remote as well he seems pretty it's all gone quite around today, him, it? he's said he wants to see out his contract QPR but oh, does he? QPR the sort of club that how long they got left I think it's just at the end of the year so oh. I wouldn't be surprised if QPR want to get rid of him but yeah. especially if they've got no chance of getting promoted which seems known. that way yeah 
So you want to you want Cameron Jerome up to buy Cameron Jerome? Yeah. Uh, should we maybe get uh, get Bradley Johnson back as well? Mm. Jacob Butterfield. Butterfield. <laughs> yeah, get him back. Yeah, bring his mum. <laughs> and I also think we should bring back Anthony McNamee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, just I think that's in the pipeline to, to replace Nathan Redmond, who we're going to sell for two hundred grand. Yeah, to Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'm joking. Mm. Should we end it now? Okay. Because I'm, st- I'm starting to talk real shit. <laughs> you always know. When so I who stop. we got? We got Man City in the oh FA yeah. Cup, haven't oh, we? Oh fuck that! Who cares about that? It's rubbish. We'll, be, we'll, put, we'll put a shit side I mean, out. They'll put a shit side out, and it'll be a shit game. And it's on telly though. Uh, is it's it? On, it's on a stream. Okay, fine. Because all the you know, there's that house about which is probably game. explains why it's not only about half full. Carrow Road is for it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but who want, I'm not. I'm not going. That sounds like I'm not being. I just. I yeah, know. it's weird. If it would have been like a, a, a smaller team, or I don't know, a team I felt it was going to be like a real humdinger of a game. I might be yeah. wrong. I don't think. I think it's going to be a really poor, crappy game. It's a shame because I'd love three. to love the FA Cup again, and I would love an FA Cup run. But I don't want the inconvenience of having to bother with the early rounds. Yeah. If we could just get parachuted straight to the quarterfinals. I'd like that. That would be great. I, I do remember the quarterfinals against Southampton when uh, Chris Sutton scored. Yeah. Wow. Were wow. you there? Oh, was I? That, <laughs> that was a noise. Right. Wow. What, what, extra time as well. When's the last time you saw extra time at Carrow Road? At Carrow Road? Uh, we've had a few away, haven't we, in the Cups? Yeah, but like a proper... Quarter final, people yeah. kicking each other, bouncing shitty pitch. Oh, Johnson's paint trophy, didn't we? I can't remember now. But um, we should have won that. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, just talking about now, it would be great to have a cup run. We've never been to FA Cup final, which is quite embarrassing uh, when you think some of the shit teams that have won it recently or got to the final at least, like Cardiff, Wigan, Wigan. Portsmouth, yeah. you know, Millwall. So you know, there are, you know. There's no reason with teams, big teams, not taking it quite, you know, as seriously as they used to. Greece, no. Re- <laughs> um, what? When Greece went to. Uh, do you know I had I put money on them to win Euros? No, you bought that, that. Yeah, did you? I got Eighty to one. How much did you put on? Quite a lot of money. No, you did. Pay for a holiday. Genuinely, really? both me and my dad both put money on them uh, to win Euros that year. Wow. Yeah, he put it on because I told him to. Eighty I'm to one. Full credit. Yeah, it was 80 to 1. And you must have put, what, 10 on, 20 quid? More, yeah. No, no, about 20 quid, yeah. Yeah. What enough grand, isn't it? Yeah. It was... Uh, no, that, and that wasn't it online. Wasn't, uh, it wasn't a massive... I mean, I didn't think they'd win it, but it wasn't a massive punt because they'd gone unbeaten in their qualifying group. I, don't, I think they'd only conceded a couple of goals. But you, you must have gone into a into a bookies then, rather than do it online. I can't even remember now. No, I, I think... No, it was online. It was when it was it? 2004. So yeah, oh. yeah. Was it online book? Online betting? Of course it was. Yeah. We say that it's like it's like twelve years ago. But Norwich winning the FA Cup is oh Euros this year. Yeah, that's right. That's exciting. Yeah, we said we we're going to go to a game, but we, the old tickets have gotten ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, twenty years since Euro '96 as well, which is oh. quite depressing. Football's coming home. Yeah. Talking of coming home, let's go home. Yes, let's do that. Well, you do. I'm at home. Oh, shit, that's quick. <laughs> um, so, what, do you want to sum up anything? What, the transfer window? Three words the sh- for the transfer window? Um, sign one. Ben... No, Ben Godfrey only. Okay. Uh-huh. And three words for the next game. Who we we're sticking playing? We're just stealing Michael Bailey's thing. <laughs> Who also, s- also stole it off Simon Mayo. So. Oh. Uh, three words for the FA Cup. Yeah. Won't be watching. You won't be watching. Yeah, we will. I watch the stream probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. You just lied to me through three words. That's the worst thing anyone can actually <laughs> do. So thanks very much, everyone. No, hold on. Well, right back at you. Three words for uh, transfer window. Transfer window. Um, and you can't just say tickle bum bollocks or something <laughs> like that. Sign Cameron <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> um, now I'm going to say spend, spend, spend. Okay. Smash that tr- record. You've got you've got the start of a song there, I think. Yeah, I'm doing this. How this is spend, how this spend, is how I write. Spend. Yeah. Okay. Spend and three point. words for Man City. Man game, City. FA Cup. Away kit, maybe. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We should remind. We should do this more. Uh, everyone, go look to, at the littleyellowbirdproject.co.uk and follow us on Twitter if you don't. Yeah. At the LYBP. And if you're not following us, why aren't you following and us? And like, like us on Facebook. It's really embarrassing. We haven't even got 100 likes, I don't think, have we? And, I, and my mum's got 100 likes. 
Yeah, she does. And uh, and she's not even on Facebook. So please go, yeah, go like us, please, as an act of goodwill and mercy for the beginning of 2016. That's a resolution for you all. Yeah, go like Press a button. Sorry, we have to ask you to press a button, everyone. (laughs) And don't go watch the Man City game on legal streams, because that's perfectly unreasonable. Yeah, because we're we're just going to watch it through a river. Uh, Yeah, while drowning for the second time. (laughs) All right, bye, everyone. Bye. We haven't got any music to end it with. Should we just play the music? Well, you can, can you put oh. the jingle on? Wait, 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 at some point. Oh, yeah, point. We, need to, we need to talk about we that. We do need to talk about that, don't we? And today it's going to be exciting, but what are we going to do there? Are we going to set fire to people? Probably. Uh-huh. Maybe not. Then we we're going to drown know. the fuck out of them. We can drown them and set fire to Maybe that could be Dan versus John. We can get someone called Dan, get some versus drum, drown one of them, set fire to it, and see, see who, who dies wins. first. Yeah. Which but one the witches? Exactly. So there's lots of things to look forward to. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Dan, just say Will. Will and say won't. Whoa! Just in case people are missing that little bit, I doubt they will because we've got 13 seconds left. Well, lucky for you. Got 13 seconds left. It says here because I'm still going. What's so your new? Fa- what's your favourite word for 2016? Start um, it now. Spish. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.